You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back and good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. Thank you for joining me this beautiful morning in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're broadcasting from the Mustard Seeds back room. This is the box room. It has the best acoustics in the building, so... <laughs> We're now moving on. We've got Jenna Blake and Father Tom Hartman. Good morning to both of you. Good, Good morning, morning, Heather. So, Father, let's start with you. Tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. All right, I'm Father Tom Hartman. I'm the pastor at St. Michael's Parish uh, here in Sioux Falls. I've uh, been here for about a, a year now for the second time, right? I was an right. associate there a few <laughs> years back, but, but yeah, I'm back as the pastor and just a uh, excited to be here today. Love it. And Jenna? Yeah, so I am now um, a member of St. Michael's Parish as well. Um, I'm a convert to the faith. I've been Catholic for about six years now. Well, welcome home. Thank you. Um, and I'm also a single mom. I've been divorced for about three years and annulled for a little over a year. And I have a wonderful four-year-old son. Wonderful. Great to have you both here with us today. We're going to be talking about a great group that is going on at St. Michael's. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey to the Catholic faith. Can we start there? Sure. So um, I'll try to make a long story kind of <laughs> short. But um, kind of after high school and into my college years a little bit, which was a really long time ago, mm. um, I began to take a closer look at just studying history and theology, and I just felt led to, um, over a period of years, actually take a, a long journey toward the Catholic faith. I actually started out in RCIA at St. Michael's about um, seven years ago, mm-hmm. so it... Was a, it took a lot while for me to get there, but I'm here. Yeah, so. yeah. Our journeys are always varied, aren't they, Father? They are varied. You for know a little sure. bit about that. Yes. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your journey as a single Catholic parent. That always. I'm also a single mom. Um, I got divorced when my daughter was in junior high, and so I understand what it's like to raise a child in the Catholic faith. Um, how important is that for you? It's really important for me to try to just make sure that, um, you know, my son is raised in the Catholic faith as well as um, I myself staying true to the faith. I mean, just being a single parent in itself has been rough at times just with everything that comes with that. Um, but I think also combining in the Catholic aspect, I've really had to to lean on the Lord and then also try to figure out where I kind of fit in into, into the mm, church, into mm-hmm. the parish, and that type of thing. Yeah. So, Father, what would you say, um, you know, looking up and looking out at the crowd and to all the single mothers um, and continuing their faith, and what encouragement could you give them? Yeah, you know, um, even part of my own journey was being a single parent yes, for was. a while, right? Yeah. You know, so... Uh, and I, I remember it was it was hard at times to uh, to go into church by yourself when you didn't have your kids with you, right? And that yes. was kind of a that was kind of hard to be back there. Uh, yeah. But I just remember um, I was taking some classes in Brookings, and I decided to go and uh, introduce myself at the parish. And I think that's one of the keys. As in some ways, I said I got to make 
St. Thomas More, my parish, while I'm in Brookings, right? Right. And so there's something about just being bold enough to claim that parish. Yes. But also go introduce yourself uh, to the priest, you know. I was so thankful that Jenna uh, was able to introduce herself and be able to share her vision. And so so yeah. it was, a, again, my encouragement is it's, I know it's, sometimes it's difficult, but but claim your family, right? I love it. Yeah. So. I love it. So, Father, a lot of listeners, you've been on with us before, but it's been a while since you've joined us. So can you just give us a quick background of who you are? Because it's an interesting story, and it's a unique story. Yeah, so um, I was uh, I grew up in Millbank in the family grocery business. And anyways, ended up getting married at a young age. Uh, and, of course, married at a young age, but also divorced at a young age, you know. And um, in those years of... Uh, being divorced and early coming into my faith and trying to, like Jenna, listen, Lord, where are you leading me in this, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, eventually um, I just felt that call to the priesthood and, um, you know, Bishop Swain said yes to my asking if he'd accept me. And so in 2017, I was ordained a, a priest for the diocese. And you've got two children, is that and correct? And I have two children, and three grandchildren. And identical twin girls on the way. So, no kidding. So the world, uh, it is expanding. Yes, it's beautiful. So, Well, and I love your story because it just kind of brings um, hope. Because I think as a single parent, when you're divorced, you're like, all these thoughts and dreams I had for life are just like, now what? You know? But God just unfolds such beautiful things into our lives. And so I find that so encouraging. Um, tell us a little bit about... Um, this group that you have started? Sure. So we began the group for single moms back in July of this year. Uh, we just did just come up with a name for it. Um, St. Margaret Circle after St. Margaret of Cortona. She was a, um, she was a single mother as well. So we've been meeting once a month, usually on the third Saturday of every month for, for a couple of hours. Um, and it's for any single mom, whether they're divorced, never married, uh, separated or widowed, they're, everybody's welcome um, to show up and just be a part of the group. So, so what was the driving force behind creating a group like this? What do, what were your hopes for the group? I think you know after I separated and after my divorce, I I just really felt there was a need for something for single parents. I did some checking with my parish at the time and other parishes and even at the diocesan level. Um, I even went online and even at the national level, it seemed like there wasn't really mm. any group for Catholic single parents specifically. And I really just felt there was a need not only for me, but for other single parents as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know I would have loved to have joined one <laughs> because a lot of times you just feel like you're trying to figure out life mm -hmm. all anew on your own. And you might have family around and whatnot, but to have others that maybe understand you, um, I could see how that could be really beneficial. So what kind of things do you guys do in the group? So we um, we kind of get together and just do a lot of talking. We open up with prayer and just kind of share a little bit of what's been on our hearts in the past few weeks, past month, that type of thing. And we are going through a book right now. It's called Single and Raising Saints. Um, it's one of the only Catholic books I found that was directed towards single parents and it seems like it's just a really a really good book. There's about seven chapters in each one that just addresses a lot of the unique needs of being both a single mom 
and a Catholic, you know, whether that's spiritual, emotional, financial needs, and then also raising our kids in the faith as well. And then there's discussion questions at the end of each of those chapters. So what are some of the challenges, Father, that you experienced uh, being a single dad? Yeah, I think in that, you know, you you kind of um, have kids who are uh, raised now instead of you try to be in a unified sense when you're together, right? Obviously, right. there's conflict in this, some of that. But then when all of a sudden you're um, there with you some of the time and mm-hmm. with your with the ex-spouse on the other times, uh, trying to um, stay true to your Catholic identity, right, mm-hmm. and leading your kids in that way. And yet, at the same time, there might be the tension on the other side that's, you know, not necessarily being followed in the same way or the what you would like, you know, or, and so just that coming to, trying to come together into those as, as uh, parents, you know, in, yeah. in leading your kids to Jesus in some sense. So I would say that was definitely a, a, a tension and that it, um, mm-hmm. in some ways, um, you know, what can we, what could we do to, to do that. And so in some ways in the end, you're, kids have to make their choice, right? You know? Right. Uh, and so there's part of me that was just trying to live this Catholic faith in the light of being single. That's still an example and a model to the kids. And uh, But yeah, I would say for me, that was one of the tensions that, that I experienced. But you know, in the end, when you do have your kids and you probably as maybe the uh, primary custody of children, when you do have them 24-7, <laughs> You get tired. Yeah, right? I, mean, I love like, you, but go it's, away. It's like it's like wow, this is this is so much harder when it's done by one, right? You know. Yeah. So anyway, so you definitely just in that the physical and the emotional aspect of of doing that. You know, you try to give of yourself, but uh, to them, but it's it's just a, like I said, and sometimes you're just like, God, I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, and I know one of the things that I struggled with a lot was um, I discerned my vocation. And my vocation, I thought, was to the married life, and it still might be. But um, at that period of time between, you know, being married and then divorced and then raising my child, I struggled to know where to put myself. Does that make sense, Father? Like, where do we put ourselves as a vocation? for a single mom do i consider my vocation being a single mom or just how would you address that yeah i would say you know in this moment you got to take you got to accept where your reality is in this moment right and mm-hmm. so in this reality okay god this is where i am this isn't where i intended to be but lord i give you permission to use me right where i am and how i am right you know mm-hmm. so again going back i'm just thankful uh, for Jenna, that she was open to God in this, to be able to say, okay, God, mm-hmm. this is my reality, this is where I am, but Lord, somewhere in this, I, I want to serve you, you know, and so, yeah. so I think to put ourselves in saying, okay, help me to live a generous single slash um, yeah. Catholic mother or Catholic father, help me to live it well and generously. I guess it doesn't have to fit in a perfect box, does it? It doesn't. <laughs> no. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Jenna Blake and Father Tom Hartman. We're talking about a new group for single mothers that has started at St. Michael's Parish here in Sioux Falls. And we're just diving into a little bit about what it is and how it got started. We're going to have to take a quick break here. Um, but when we come back, I have a lot more questions. We're going to dive a little deeper into this group and maybe inspire other listeners. We do go all over 
uh, North and South Dakota, maybe inspire some other parishes to start a single parent group in their own parish. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. More with Father Tom Hartman and Jenna Blake. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. The Gospel records in Luke chapter 4 that at the beginning of his public ministry, Jesus preaches in his hometown of Nazareth and stuns, absolutely stuns, his relatives and neighbors by his authoritative preaching. The good people of Nazareth are so taken aback that they wind up trying to throw him off a cliff and stone him. Even Jesus' capacity to perform signs and wonders was limited by the suspicions and hostile expectations of Nazareth. Not much of reception from the people who should have known him best. Now think about this. If this happened to Jesus, how much more will it happen to us as we faithfully follow in his footsteps as disciples? Do not be discouraged by sarcasm, hostility, or even persecution by family and friends. The Lord will sustain you in your Christian life, even amid persecution. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. We're having a great conversation here with Jenna Blake and Father Tom Hartman. They're both from St. Michael's Parish here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're talking about a circle for single mothers and just kind of what it is and how it got started. Uh, so your journey as a, a single Catholic mother, Jenna, um, what did that look like for you? Right. So I never expected to be a single parent, and I, I don't think that any single parents out there really mm-hmm. um, went into anything um, kind of seeking that at all. Um, so I just had to navigate all of that just with uh, the separating and divorce side of things, all the emotions that go in with that, and then also trying to maintain, you know, true to my Catholic faith and just trying to figure all of that out. Um how was your Catholic faith before and during your marriage? Were you a strong Catholic, or what did that look like? I think I would have considered myself to be a fairly strong Catholic, and actually, as far as going to Mass every week and that sort of thing. I know um, after my divorce, I would say 
that I have grown in my relationship with the Lord. I've just had to really lean on him more heavily than, than before mm-hmm. the divorce. So, um, I mean, I feel like that's put me in a better place as far as trying to practice my faith better, I guess I would say. Um, there's still struggles within that. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to figure out, you know, where I do belong in the parish as a single parent. Um, my primary vaca- vocation right now is to motherhood, but then what comes after that? That's right. still a discernment process for me. Um, but I would say, you know, just having to really lean on the Lord through this um, has really... And you had mentioned um, that you already have your marriage annulled. Correct. Can you talk a little bit about that process? I know it's something we don't talk about mm-hmm. often, and it seems daunting to some. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience like with the annulment process? It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would no. be. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that scary at all. And Heather at the tribunal was, was really helpful to me through that. So, you know, um, it was tough to take that first step to get started, to, um, to actually go out and seek the annulment and get through the paperwork and everything that's involved with that. But I would just really encourage, um, you know, anybody who is divorced, um, if, if they feel led to do so, to really seek out beginning that annulment process. It's, mm-hmm. um, I would say it's a bit uh, spiritually freeing just to, mm-hmm. just to have that done. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic to go back and dig through. And it sounds scary and it sounds painful, and some of it is. But it's very therapeutic. What was your experience, Father? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of experienced on both ends, right? The yeah. experience of having gone through the annulments and the experience of walking with people yeah. through the annulment. You know, uh, so for me, I would say that same thing, that there was that, there was that healing aspect. And I liked her word freeing, you know, Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden it it opened me up to be free to enter into either marriage or, again, holy orders as I'm here today. But um, I remember on my ordination to the diaconate standing in the back and my heart was a little bit racing and, you know, this and that. And all of a sudden it was just like, oh, this is what it means to be free. You know, I'm freely choosing this here today, right? And of my own will. And so it was really kind of a beautiful epiphany of... Wow, this is what that this is what that feels like. Yeah. This is, you know. So, but I do encourage people because it is an opportunity that if you walk with a pastor in this, that you know you can discover these areas in your life that as you reflect or you know look mm-hmm. back, you can invite God's healing into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is all of us are need that healing through this through this journey, and. You know, we continue to need it. Even even me today, I continue to need that yeah. uh, God's healing in my life, and yeah. this is just one of those ways to invite that in. So, well, and, I, and one of the things that I think um, people don't think about, maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of people tend to think they need an annulment when they want to get remarried. You know, they wait for it until then, and I think that you need personally my opinion that you should do it whenever you feel ready not when you need to if that makes sense so like even if you don't plan on getting remarried or you don't have anybody in your life you want to marry if you're thinking about it and it's on your heart to to get the annulment i would i would suggest doing it yeah i do too and it doesn't hurt like like that uh, when you when you're going through uh this divorce or going through uh that time or it's post-divorce uh you know 
the church provides healing, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whether that's through the sacrament of reconciliation or the anointing of the sick, that in those moments, go seek out that healing from the church and say, you know, uh, what can I do to further this healing process and yeah. maybe give them a chance to speak into the annulment for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just, so. it's not a step to get from A to B. Yeah. It's a wonderful process. So we have this great group um, that you started. How has the turnout been so far? It's been pretty good. I think one of the biggest struggles has just been getting the work the word out within the diocese. Um, okay. We have it, you know, it's obviously at St. Michael Parish, but it's open to anybody in the Sioux Falls or surrounding area who's a who's a single mom. Um, usually we have about roughly 10 moms at every meeting. That's and, good. Um, we do have a Facebook group, and I think we have about 18 total moms so far that are have joined in um, in the local area with that as well. So... So what has having a community of other single mothers, what has that done for you and the other mothers? Mm -hmm. So it's been really good for me. I know starting out when I was divorced, um, even though I was fairly active in my parish, I I felt like I was the only one. I didn't see any other single parents, any single moms. And, uh, you know, a small part of that may be on on me a little bit. I wasn't the most outgoing person in my parish. But um, I think with this group, we can just come together and see that we're not the only ones. We mm-hmm. can come together in our, you know, our joys, sorrows, and struggles, and just really find the community um, as our struggles through being single moms, and also just trying to encourage each other in the faith as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so having that support system just is so uh, invaluable. You just can't really put words to it. So. You said that you meet on Saturdays, is correct. that correct? Yep. So how does that work if you've got a lot of kids or right. so, <laughs> little kids? <laughs> so we do have babysitting set up every month, which has just been a great blessing. Uh, moms are welcome to bring their kids. Um, the kids have a, um, a babysitter, and they're just right next door, and they seem to have a lot of fun as well. And then if any moms are wanting to come who have um, you know, young infants, they're welcome to bring their their babies into the meeting as well that's awesome so what are your main goals to get out of this uh group what are you hoping the women walk away from knowing so i just want all of the moms just to know that they're not alone and that they can you know stay within the church come back to the church wherever they're at in their faith walk with that and that i'll be there to support them all the other moms are there to support them as well so so when if you're listening and this sounds like something that you might want to start at your own parish, how difficult was it to start at St. Michael's? Um, at St. Michael's itself, it wasn't it wasn't difficult at all with Father Hartman's help. I would say um, it was a process just to kind of go through those steps to to actually get the group itself started somewhere within the diocese. I would say, you know, um, any other parishes and in the area just go ahead and take that step talk to your pastor kind of see if they would be open to um, starting a group so how important it is for you father to have someone like Jenna step up step forward a lay person to lead a group like that how important it is how important is it for you that the lay people are doing things like this yeah you know um, it's it's what was beautiful about Jenna coming to me as she expressed a desire that God has placed on her heart 
mm -hmm. uh, to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, somebody will come up to me and say, Father, we, uh, you should do this, right? <laughs> and, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, one more thing to do. <laughs> but I always turn that back and I always say, well, have you ever thought maybe it's the Holy Spirit actually inspiring you to do that, mm -hmm. right? Because it's so important for the lay people to step up. And I say, and then I say, you know, I'll, I'll discern it with you. You know, let's let's mm -hmm. talk about it and see where it goes. I just had a gal talk to me about the new Father Mike Schmidt's catechism in a year, right? Yeah, that yeah. She says, well, can we do something in the parish, you know, that uh, we get together or something? I said, well, I said, sounds like the Holy Spirit's inspiring you, right? Would you be <laughs> right. interested? And she said, she said, yes, you yeah. know. And so I said, well, let's discern that together, you know. So, mm -hmm. so in that, I think it's so important that when the Lord put these on our these things on our heart that, you know, go to your pastor and say, you know, this is, <laughs> this has been what's been going on in me, you know, and yeah. uh, is there any, do you see any spot for this, you yeah. know, and, and to be able to discern with the church and moving forward and uh, knowing that the priest can't, can't do it all. So I, I love the fact that she came forward. Yeah. I love the fact that people are coming forward and, and now this is, this is where the Lord's leading him. So we need, especially in this time, as we talk about set ablaze, right? Yes, exactly. We need the lay people to yeah. step up. And yeah. so, so I'm grateful for those that have and uh, for Jenna here. That's so. exciting. So Jenna, if somebody is interested and wants to find out more information, where should they go? Sure. So they can contact me. I'll just give my email address out here on the radio. It's Dawson Jenna, D-A-W-S-O-N-J-E-N-N-A 2018 at Yahoo. Or we're also on Facebook. Um, just look under St. Margaret's Circle, and they can certainly message me through there. Or I'm on Facebook, too, as under Jenna Blake. Um, and they can always contact St. Michael Parish and get my contact information that way, too. Okay. So tell us again the times when you guys meet. Yeah, so right now we're meeting the third Saturday of every month from about uh, 9 in the morning right after daily Mass until roughly 11 in the morning. So kind of just a two-hour time period there. You have to get that window when the babies aren't sleeping. <laughs> How about December? Is it still the same in December? Uh, so December, we're actually doing, I think it's the second Saturday of the month, uh, December 10th. We're going to get together and have a little bit more of a Christmas or Advent celebration. So if somebody wants to join you, do they need to call ahead? How does that work? Nope. Anybody can just show up if they want to reach out first. If they have any questions, that's, that's great. Um, but um, moms are welcome to just show up as well. And does it cost anything to join? Nope, there's no cost. Love it. All the great answers. Babysitter, right time in the morning, after Mass. I mean, all good things. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna and Father, thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Good to yeah. be here. Thank we'll you be so more, much. Back with more Real Presence Live right after this.